At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. the show. I mean, shoot the dope with Aaron and Danae. Stream your Mixler every Tuesday at noon, central, or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Welcome to the newest episode of Shoe the Dough. Why, thank you, Danae. I feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. We've got an interview with the band For All Seasons for the episode today. They dropped by, chatted with them about several things. You're going to hear all that, but we wanted to pop in and just kind of let you know that the interviews here, they just start when people walk in the door. There's no fanfare or anything. As regular here on Shoe. <laughs> we don't do things normally. We really enjoy having fun with our interviews. And anytime that there's an artist that comes to our studio to hang out with us, we just want to make them feel at home and comfortable. That's why we talk like this the entire time. <laughs> Four L Seasons is not from England. No, they're from California. <laughs> is that how you say California? Is, is like, that your Californian accent? No, I don't even know how... <laughs> California, dude. How, did, how do you? How would you have a California accent? What would it be? I don't know, bro. I mean, <laughs> just from the south, you know, just from <laughs> down in SoCal, and you know, you just have that, you know, like that surfer accent, man. Wow, that was terrible. <laughs> they don't sound anything like that. No, no. In no. fact, why wait any longer? Here's the interview with Four All Seasons. Tori has been on the road with us um, all summer doing our merch, so we've oh, just been we traveling as. One big happy family. Did you say doing our marriage? Merch. 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 Oh, okay. I was like, but we did joke because she did just graduate with a psych degree that she was going to be our on the road like marriage counselor. And then we realized that's probably not a good idea. Or just a counselor of any kind. Yeah. Ignore me as I take random photos. That's fine. I want her to have dirt on me. So how, lo- how long has the marriage been going on? <laughs> Which one? Which one? <laughs> the one that's in the room. Oh, our marriage. Yeah. Four years. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff and his wife have been married for four and a half and, and then six months, six months for Randy and Tori. Four mm-hmm. years is, n- I mean, that's not nothing like that's, you know, that's getting into the marriage. I mean, it's not like you just got married yesterday or anything like, so you're yeah. figuring it out now, right? I mean, we've figured it out. We dated for five years before that. So yeah. 
that counts. It's been. Doesn't that count? A, we've written a couple books. No, we haven't. <laughs> no books. No books. In your imagination. I've I've started writing a couple books about what not to do. <laughs> what? <laughs> While so, we're talking uh, to both of you, why don't you slide that mic kind of in between the two of you and kind of lean. We're going to make it really easy, and one of you is going to be on a really high surface, and the other on a low surface. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually part of... It's it's a little training for all the We we consider our show uh, part radio, part obstacle course. (laughs) Okay. So we just try to to set it up as as much as we can. I grew up here. You did? You grew up in Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I've looked at this map maybe like three times. I find find the best thing is to start a conversation with the person furthest away from the microphone. I think (laughs) that when it comes to recording a show... I don't want to be recording a show, man. So, yeah. But you travel together. We do. And so, do you think that makes it easier or harder or some, you know, how does that impact things as a fairly newlywed couple? We're a fully functional family. As a band, you mean? As a band. Yeah. yeah. As a band with all of our married couple dynamics. I mean, for Johnny and I, we... So the band started at its earliest stages about nine years ago in college. That was in California? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In California, in college. And so at that time, we weren't really doing it full time. We were just in school and playing in chapel uh, at a Christian university. And Johnny and I only played in the band together... For about a year, not together. So it's really all we've ever known, to be honest. Of each other. Yeah, is like being either dating or engaged or married within the confines of the band. So there wasn't like a weird... So it's all you've known. Yeah, it's... It's all you've ever wanted. No yes. Sing some more. Sing (laughs) some more. Sorry. What's that? Ken Stevens? I don't think so. <laughs> I thought it was late, Miz. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It could be both. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, so that's an interesting dynamic then. Mm-hmm. It's not like you met in the band, you know, like after you had already been traveling or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, kind of been part of your life. So mm-hmm. was it Viola? Is that where you guys went to college? Viola. With, with a B. B. Mm-hmm, Bible mm-hmm. Institute of Los Angeles. Oh, yes. that makes sense. Yes. It was all biblical and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not actually in Los Angeles. Nor well, is it a Christian institute. Well, where is it? Well, yes, it <laughs> is. <laughs> Nor it's, do they think the Bible is something real. <laughs> it's like 30 miles north, I mean, south of Los Angeles. So, okay. I mean, it's still in the general area, but it, it started in downtown LA. It's actually and then they 15 moved. minutes from Disneyland. Yeah. Oh. If that, that matters. makes anyone happy. Probably not. <laughs> I thought Disneyland was more on the north side of L.A. Mm-mm. No. South side. Okay. It's in Orange County. It's a common where misunderstanding, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I was just... Where, I stayed somewhere between San Diego and L.A. And I can't remember. I had a beautiful pier. That's probably... Huntington ever, Beach. Mm, my, San Clemente? No. Newport no. Beach. No. Huntington no. Beach. Let's just keep guessing. Yes. No. Okay. Uh, Santa Monica. <laughs> Oceanside. <laughs> I, I have stayed in Santa Monica before. I do like Santa Monica, but I, I that's know. That's the north was, side of LA. Yeah, that, that's definitely on the north side. I go there every year for uh, movie awards. I'm a movie critic, so I go oh. up there for the um, broadcast film critics oh, awards. Right, right, choice right. awards. Oh, no, 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 so. no, no. We're not going to do this again. <laughs> Let's just well, skip. I like to talk I was gonna say, We actually, can we interview you? We actually have some questions. <laughs> What's your favorite movie of this year? Go. <laughs> see? See, they enjoy this today. No, it's cool. It's they cool. enjoy this. I was we just watched Spider Man. So good, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. See, again, Johnny doesn't care about anything that's See, like superpowers, <laughs> magic, science, nothing. Well, then you need to check out The Big Sick. The Big Sick is wonderful. Have you even heard of this? No. So it's Camille Nanjiani, who's a comedian, and it's about, it's his true story of how he uh, ended up proposing to his wife, and she was in a coma, actually, after they broke up. So I don't want to give he it a proposed bunch. to her while she was yes, in a coma? while she was, no, no, That's not what, at all. That's what I thought. I was <laughs> like, how did that go? She woke up from the coma, and she's yes. like, what? Well, the finger. <laughs> how did this happen? Oh, well. Better get married. Uh, no, it was something different than that. But it's really funny. It's one of those movies that can be extremely funny and also really heartfelt, which I really love. So definitely Sounds want like to check out. Movie. Not superheroes. There's no superhero stuff in there at all. So you should be fine. I can go with that. There you go. After, what are you doing after this? <laughs> we can go see The Big Sick. Let's go do it. Are you busy? Uh... No. The answer is no. <laughs> Forget that you guys have places to go, people to see. It's fine. So are you SoCal people then? Like that's we, like born and bred, you know, surfing, SoCal? Uh, so I was born and raised in Southern California, not on the beach, but maybe 45 minutes from the beach. Um, is that an important thing for Californians to, to clarify that there's a beach? Like how close you are to the beach? Well, I think because, I think because... When you just asked if we're from California, you said, did you grow up, you know, surfing? You yeah, know? yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, and most people just assume it. Granted, like, all my youth group trips were to the beach. When you refer to where you live in California, you say it's 30 minutes inland, which uh-huh. really, everywhere else in the United States, if you're not near the coast, you don't really say inland. Because yeah. you would say, like, we're I'm about, 7.5 uh, hours inland. Yeah, we're you know? 10 hours inland here, so. Yeah, I'm from the Ozarks, so that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, Johnny was born and raised in... California, yeah. Southern California as well. Jeff. I was in Huntington Beach, and then I lived in Seattle during high school. And then Randy has the coolest. Yeah, Randy, now, now that you've got a microphone, tell us about Hawaii. Born, uh 160 west by 25 north, <laughs> as I'm looking at this map also on the ass. little island of Kauai. We, we find visuals work really well on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we find they... No, my favorite is that you're always pointing to the map. We have a really <laughs> yeah, big map. You've been our Vanna White of the map. It's, it's incredible. Incredible. That's the size of the island oh, I grew up in, and that no, is okay. Texas. Texas is massive. Unless you step on it, don't step on the pin. Well, the pins represent the stations that we do our show on, so now we okay. have to call them and let them know we're not doing the show for them anymore. <laughs> okay. So That's fine. Yeah, it's very it's very much like uh, you know, one of those those dolls that you stick the pins in. It's just everything is, you know, oh, real life. So a voodoo dollar? Yeah, yeah, it's, running again. A voodoo okay. doll, really? yeah, it's a voodoo map. It's a voodoo map. Okay, we're good. We're up and running. Okay. Good. Well, and, what uh, was life in Hawaii like, man? It was amazing. Yeah. I was literally born without clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was always at the yeah. beach. What was that like? It was amazing. Yeah. I had a tan right out of the entire world. life. And I had to go to school, and my mom like put a shirt on me. I was like, "Mom, what is this? What is why, this thing? Why are you what sending me to this place material? that I need to have a shirt on?" Yeah, my dad never wears a shirt. Yeah, but he works outside. Now That's if, the life over there. You did just he go wear to the a beach. shirt when you got married? Yeah. Okay, I, I was curious. It was about December, that. so oh. he had to. <laughs> in Hawaii, does that matter? No. Oh, well, okay. we got married in San Diego. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not sure December in San Diego no. matters that much. No, either. it was like 76. It was perfect. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've been to Hawaii once. It was amazing. Where'd you go? Oahu. How yeah. many chickens did you see? I don't remember seeing chickens. What? Oh, that's why. Maybe I well, went to the wrong Well, if you go to Kauai, you won't see any either because we kind of took care of them. Is that <laughs> like you ate them or? No, they're actually a pest over there. So we made. It's kind of like raccoons or squirrels yeah. here or something like accidentally that. Accidentally run a couple over. Yeah. 
So it's like it's like chicken to the squirrel. In quotes? Did you put accidentally? Definitely in quotes. Okay, all right. <laughs> sarcastic and, and quotes. And you said you wouldn't eat them. No, you can't eat them. They're really dirty, and they eat just litter. Mm. There's also a lot of pigs. There's more pigs on my island than people. That is incredible. It's a lot of boar hunting. Yeah. And you miss it, or yeah, I miss uh, it. The pigs. Yeah, no, yeah, just I miss in the general. pigs. <laughs> miss those guys. <laughs> Oh, I remember spirit. there was when I when I went to Hawaii there was this amazing fast food restaurant that I hadn't seen anywhere like on the mainland which it was called like Ziggy's or something like Ziggy's, that. Ziggy's, yeah. I loved it. Like they, they had, had like, great chili. chili. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. goodness, yeah. That's like the ultimate fundraising restaurant. Oh really? Yeah. It's like the Krispy Kreme of Zippies. Hawaii or something. Zippies? Zip, maybe it's Zippies. Zippies. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ziggy's. Yeah. That's in Jamaica. <laughs> Ziggy Marley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, might want to get this mic away from me. <laughs> no, we might want to leave that no, mic no. in front of you for the next two hours. No, that's what we might want to do. I just want to let you know that we share something in common. I uh, actually, you share something in common with everyone in this room. We were all born naked. I just wanted you to feel better about that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Every I, one of us. I wasn't born naked. Lies. Sir. I, am a, I am a never nude. I uh, have never been naked in my entire life. Tobias. So. <laughs> Somebody caught the reference. Yep, so I, I appreciate that. I have no idea what just happened. That was an arrested development. development reference. Oh, see, so. people are so much cooler than me. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> uh, this is pretty typical. Ten minutes in, uh, we haven't even introduced you. So. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about who you are. Uh, give us your names. Introduce yourselves and kind of what you do. And they all point at each okay. other. That's my favorite. Right. Who's going to be the one? So we are for all seasons. As we've talked about already, we're from Southern California, and my name's Emily. I uh, sing and play guitar, and then we've got Johnny, who is also my husband, and he plays the drums. Then Jeff back here is on keys and guitar and vocals, and then Randy, the Hawaiian, is on... Is that like your official last name? Randy, the Hawaiian. Randy, the Hawaiian. Um, He plays guitar and... um, and bass from time to time as well. But we've been a band for about full-time, seven years, in California the whole time, um, writing music for the church, as well as writing music that maybe doesn't fit into a congregational setting, but is just about Jesus and um, gives people an outlet to reflect on his character and talk to him and... We just got done recording a new project that we're really excited about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the project? So the EP will be called Clarity. Okay, cool. Um, but before Clarity releases in January, we'll have released three tracks from the record already. Already, The first one came out a couple weeks ago. That's the way to do it. That and was then, one higher? Is that right? mm-hmm, higher. And then in a couple weeks, we'll release one more and then one more at the beginning of September. So we're really pumped about it. So when you say you play music for the church, do you mm-hmm. mean a specific church, or do you mean the church in general? Like, were you? So, did you actually start as a, like a praise band or something for a specific church? So we started as as a praise band, but for a college, right? Um, so we were all going to different churches, but would lead worship on campus once a week in their okay. chapels. So right. Biola would have you know, seven to eight chapels a week. And so you would have Monday morning chapel and you'd leave 20 minutes of worship. Did you say seven to eight chapels a week? A week, mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm not great with math, yeah. but I'm calculating a day that may have two chapels if you do eight a yes, week. Yes, it's true. Okay, all right. Monday, sure Monday was... would have two. Why is Monday special? I'm sorry, Wednesday would have two. Wednesday had morning and evening. Okay. And then sometimes there would be like another random 
midweek kind of Was there of just thing. like more sin to make up for on Wednesday? Like yes, people needed to ab- Okay, all right. I don't know how the SoCal <laughs> life works. So what's that? Oh no, today is Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. I'm just saying I haven't even had a single chapel today. So Yeah. I mean luckily as students you didn't have to go to all of them. You okay. just had to do thirty a semester. And so they wanted to provide as many opportunities as possible. So there was no excuse okay, to not have your thirty. Totally get that. So that's yes. that's more like a like a church that does four services. It's not right. like you go to all four right. services. Right. You don't need to go to all of them. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. Yes. But you would still have those students at the end of the semester. And like <laughs> I had the opportunity to go to a hundred and 60 chapels, but I couldn't even do 30. Did the good days? Did you? So you had students bragging about how many chapels they went to? No, that Bra- they couldn't go to enough. Oh, I see that they didn't go to the chapel. Then you had chapel makeups. Oh. And you had to listen to messages. But this is far back in our CD past. Run, we don't want to think about CD this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are over. But with that said, um, it's like we were leading for a specific community, but it wasn't really a church. Right. And then when we graduated, we got connected with a camp that's in California called Hume Lake. And we were there for four summers. And a summer consists of 10 weeks straight, six days a week. And so then it was like we were leading for all these different churches that were coming up. But Hume kind of has its own culture. And so that's when we kind of started writing music. And I feel like instead of writing music with a congregation in mind, we were almost writing music with our own stories in mind, but also the stories of all of these students that would come Mm. up. Um, And now currently we all go to different churches and write our music based off of our own personal walks with the Lord and the stories of the people that are closest to us or people that we meet. That's Uh, really interesting that you and your husband go to different churches. Yeah, we do. It's just like, I need the space. Like, I'm with him all (laughs) day, every day. And it's like, if I could have one time to myself, it's going to be church. (laughs) I'm kidding. We go to the same church. But the rest (laughs) of us go to different churches. Uh, So, so yeah. So, you've come from that. And then Mm -hmm. now you're, of course, you know, touring around at different radio stations, talking to different people you've never met like me, and, you know, kind of going into all these details. Um, what do you feel like is the one thing that you haven't been asked or haven't talked about that you really, you know, want to talk about, you know, in a situation like this? Like, what's something that even outside, it can even be outside music, just like something that's like a burning passion in one of your, your hearts is like, I don't get to talk about this enough. Dogs. Yeah. Oh my God. Burning passion. Dogs. That's what you chose. <laughs> no, let's know. talk, man. I love like, dogs. Yeah. Let's just get. Do you not have one? Used to. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, you, you are in you are in good company in this room. Danae had to step out to take care of their new daughter, but when their new daughter was born, she actually put down two of her dogs at the same time. She had to. They were both getting old, and this was just a, a few weeks ago. So she's actually been through this very recently as well. Oh, and man. we we had uh, a dog uh, go about a year ago. So, so I'm not alone. You're not alone in this room, man. You're not. <laughs> go ahead, man. Let it out. Let it out. No, who's it? Sayosin. Sayosin. Better. <laughs> Weird references. I don't know. Whatever. So, what was what was your dog like? Uh, she was the best. Yeah, her name was Christmas. Oh, nice. I got her for Christmas, and I was like, hmm, Christmas. <laughs> uh, and I'm good at naming things. Yes. What is today? <laughs> so, <laughs> so these I, are my dogs. He, he, he will not be naming our first child. So <laughs> these no. are my children: Tuesday and yeah. Wednesday. Uh, so they're the Adams family. She was a German Shepherd mutt. <laughs> <laughs> she was a German Shepherd mutt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But she was the kindest dog, and had her since she was a puppy, and 
Uh, she lived 16, 17 years. Oh, dude, that's that's great. It was great. Yeah. We took her on the road. We did take her on the road one time. Oh, nice. She got sick, and we were going to play uh, at a church she about four hours. Car. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That is a little different than what? getting yeah. sick. Yeah. Just so we're all I clear. Don't, I don't remember that. Part. No, she wasn't <laughs> sick. She had gotten hit by a I car, heard, just kind of like clipped. That's right. She got clipped by a car. Yeah. And we were playing a couple hours away, and the person who was hosting the show, his brother was a vet. Okay. And so he said, bring your dog up. I said, awesome. Let's do this. So we During the show? Uh, what, what's going on here? Like, no. This is happening during a show? We brought the dog with That's us the prior okay. to the show. Prior to the show. Because he told us his brother was a vet. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. And yes, so yes. then we brought the dog with us, had her in the green room for the weekend, and she just chilled at the church. And honestly, I, that was a, a dream. That was a good moment. That's awesome. You celebrate Christmas every day, man. Every day. <laughs> every day. It was, it was good. So That's cool. I, it's yeah. great when you get that long with them. Um, 16 years, man. That is... That it was very to... sad saying goodbye. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Danae's uh, pups were both old, too, I think, yeah. in that range. Um, one was uh, a pit bull that mm. she had uh, saved, and then um, then Maddie was a St. Bernard. So, yeah, so she had, and she's got Cujo Good Webs. They have, they're a three-dog family, so, yeah, Cujo's their Have final dog. <laughs> she she likes to be animate, animated. She did not name Cujo. He, he came okay. named Cujo, so... Uh, yeah, she would definitely let you know that. That's my topic. So are you going to get another one? Uh, we're gone too much yeah. to have a dog. Yeah, the dog would present. basically... So uh, her parents have a dog, and my parents also... Well, my sister has a dog. Yeah. My parents have a dog, and so um, we, we have, get our, our puppy love out of that. Have you thought about like a substitute pet that you can take on the road with you? Like, you know, something you can put in an aquarium or something? Um, like a snake? No! <laughs> Why would we ever Randy is deathly afraid of snakes. Deathly afraid of snakes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like I don't get it. They're pretty creepy animals. Yeah. Talk to us about your fear of reptiles, shall you? That's all I need to say. They are the worst. I do not believe. Well, actually, I saw one last week and I almost freaked out. I did freak out, but I was alone. You when you saw a snake? Saw a snake in Texas. Yeah. What does Satan turn into? That should be a sign for yeah. sure. They eat other snakes. Even snakes know that snakes are evil. Yeah. Is that is that a definition of evil, to eat one of your own species? Because there are plenty of species that do that. There. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go there. Got in trouble at the last station for talking about that. About cannibalism? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, listeners. They came, <laughs> just kidding, listeners. <laughs> they kicked us out because we started talking about cannibalism. But Hawaii doesn't have snakes, right? No. No snakes in Hawaii? No snakes in Hawaii. What about spiders? Yeah, we got spiders, but okay. they're fine. They're, they're nice no, spiders? Like, yeah, didn't really bite. They're cane spiders. They're big. They're like the size of my hand. They can't get the size of my hand. Wow. But they don't bite. That would freak me out more than a snake. I a hand-sized know, spider? Am I alone on this? Wouldn't a hand-sized spider yes. freak you out more than a snake? Yes. Yeah. They can a hand-sized jumping spider? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I saw a video on Facebook today of a snake eating a cow. So yes. just leave that right there. Uh, well, let's continue on the fear thing. What is everybody else afraid of? Heights is another one for me. Yeah, you just want to you just want to list all all yours. Yeah, <laughs> snakes, heights, drowning, uh, being too nice. Okay, caring too much. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about those last two, do you? What about you guys? Oh, Randy. Sharks. No, but I love them at the same time. Danae's is sharks. That's her big one. We're talking about our 
fear. Yes. The thing is, like, I am afraid of sharks. Like, I don't want to go in the ocean, but I'll watch Shark Week like crazy because I'm just so fascinated by them. But I don't want to pet one. I'm just like, you know, stay away from me. I'm also afraid of throwing up while on stage. That's like one of my biggest fears. It is very specific because what do you do? I don't know. Have you ever seen Pitch Perfect? You just keep singing. Yes, and I don't want that to happen to me. I do not want that to happen to me. What happened on Pitch Perfect? Oh, it's a big vomit fest. Oh. Yeah, right on stage. It's just like, do you run off stage? Do you just like acknowledge it? Like, sorry. I've seen it happen once. What'd they do? He grabbed it. It was a bass player. Hello, this is me again. It was a bass player, and he threw up on his pants and his feet, and he's barefoot. And he grabbed two bottles of water and just shook it on his pants and his bare feet and just kept just playing kept going. the show. It was pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> That's right, what's man. A, That's the rock and roll lifestyle. What's the chickadee from Black Eyed Peas? Fergie. She wet herself <gasps> while on stage, apparently, once. Yeah? Later on, it was there. she's like, I was just really sweaty in that region. And everyone's like, no, you no, don't, no. You don't believe her? <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 I don't know. <laughs> no, it was like in Alaska. More in the southern the southwest region. Yeah. Yeah, around Memphis. Kind of more in the twenty-five uh, degrees. We we talked about dogs, by the way, Danae, while you were out. Oh, so oh, yeah. that's sad. Did you tell them about my puppies? I did. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet of yeah. you to bring them up. They that's were a... so cute and sweet. Yeah. But let's move on before I cry. <laughs> We don't want any crying. That's super awkward. No crying. Listening to it. Like, well, an he just lost, a, he just lost <laughs> a, a puppy as well. That's why we talked about it. So, You guys did? Uh, about half a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I've... You've recovered I've recovered. Bit. My heart is calloused again. So. Yeah. So no more dogs ever. And in a strange way, we thought she was going to die a long time ago. <laughs> so then it was like, by the time she did, we were we had processed it in our hearts. Oh, and we were like, good. it's time. Yeah. And knew that... She wasn't a much better place. That's right. Now She's they're all hanging out together. Yes. Do you guys believe animals will be in heaven? Yes. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, Danae does, I think. Oh, for sure. I, I don't, um, but I don't know. Like, I'm fine yeah. if they do. Like, yeah. that'd be awesome. But yeah. I, My I, husband doesn't. And so that was awkward because we're both processing <laughs> the, like, the, the yeah. passing of our dogs. Mm. And he was just like, we're never going to see him again. I'm like, don't you say that. I we think will. I think we have such a a a limited idea of what heaven will really be like. Like we sure. we perceive it like this world where you know we're all gonna be hanging out like this and playing with pets and doing. And I just think it's gonna be so different than that yeah. that we don't even understand what it's gonna be like. And yeah. I don't think we'll even care about just that imagine. Stuff, but know? let's just go back to the idea of okay. dogs being in heaven. Imagine going through those pearly gates uh-huh. and you walk through, and all of a sudden your big Saint Bernard <laughs> running and then jumping and just. Right, unless for some reason we don't have like physical bodies the way we think we do, and then she just goes like through. <laughs> but either way, but then will the dog have a physical body? No, I don't think so. Uh, so you guys would just, wait, maybe. <laughs> you guys would just miss each other constantly. Yeah. <laughs> just be trying to figure She'll it be out. like a cl- star cluster, <laughs> and you know, perfect. we'll be like nebulae or something. I don't know. Yeah, I love thinking about this stuff though. Yeah, and and I think you're right, Aaron. T- to a certain degree, we're probably not going to care as much as we care now because yeah. when you're like perceiving the depth of god it's just gonna overshadow at least i think in my mm-hmm. little plebeian mind it's gonna overshadow so much so it's not gonna be the same i don't, yeah, I don't I think, think we'll i'm gonna fi- be concerned about it my understanding it. is we'll finally truly understand our place you know like our place in worshiping god like mm-hmm. what that actually looks like and what that means and all that other stuff i think isn't gonna matter like everybody says oh here are the questions i'm gonna ask when i get to heaven i'm like i don't think you're gonna want to know anymore I, I just really don't even think you'll care 
Because heaven isn't knowing everything. Otherwise, we'd go to heaven to be God, right? Yeah. Something like that. That's yeah. heavy. That's, that's deep. <laughs> Sorry. I love these conversations. We would have these conversations regularly. And my favorite one that Aaron and I had was whenever he um, reminded me slash This is like the first year we were doing the show together. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, any moment, like, isn't it cool to think like Jesus could just like show up and hang out? And he's like, not really. Like, and yeah, because it was, I wasn't thinking rapture wise. (laughs) And he said, there's just one. Like, he's just, he is one. It's not like he's everything. He's like, he's, he's, he's the human. And I'm like, oh, right. He's like, there's not like Michael, the angel could show up everywhere. He's not omnipresent. Right. You know, Jesus is not omnipresent. He is the human part of the trilogy. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense. (laughs) Except it doesn't really make sense, but that's part of the beauty of it too. Like that's where faith comes in. Like that whole three in one thing doesn't make sense to me. Like three things can be the same thing and also three things, but. I was joking around with a friend of mine that when you're explaining Christianity without using Christian terms, it sounds really (laughs) sci-fi. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Okay, so I believe in this one super God, and then like his aura is like his spirit, and it can come super far away and into us, and we have power, and then there's also this part of him that's a human too, but we killed that part. So (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of, I've been thinking about it a lot too, just in terms of leading worship when I pray from stage, like who yeah. am I referencing when I pray right. right? and talking about like what part of the Trinity that's going to fill us? Like, do I say like, you wouldn't say if you're speaking like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, when I'm praying, if I want to have correct theology, I better make sure that I say Holy Spirit. So sometimes in a prayer, I will reference all like <laughs> just to <laughs> be sure where you're just like, Check you know, off. God, like, Thank you for sending your son and Jesus. Thank you for dying. And then Holy Spirit, thank you for this. Just the bomb. But even though, but the reality is like the conversation that we're having is with the Holy Spirit because he's, he's like the, the one great. that's in us. Yeah. Right. And yeah. He's- so it's just like, but then they're all the one. So it's not like when I'm praying to the Holy Spirit that God the Father doesn't know. Right. He I always hear it too. Exactly. And I always get frustrated when somebody will like think they found the perfect metaphor and they'll be like, it's not that hard, guys. It's right. like a pie. You know, yeah. there's crust and there's the inside of the yeah. pie and, right. and there's the berries and there, but they're all a pie. And it's like, that's totally different. <laughs> the raspberries aren't the crust. Yeah, right. But Jesus is the Father as well. Like, yeah. you know, so I, I always get a little frustrated with that. And the prayer yeah. thing, man, I've struggled with understanding prayer yeah. for, you know, most of my believing life. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went five years without praying publicly because I didn't feel like I understood it enough. To, I felt like I was performing. Yeah. Like, I felt yeah. like I was trying to use the right words and, you know, in... I, I was communicating. I felt like I was communicating with my heart, but at the same time, my brain wouldn't stop, mm-hmm. you know, performing. And yeah. so I just I quit praying publicly for a while uh, because because of that. And so yeah, it's it's hard sometimes to to understand that stuff for sure. I think if I was on stage like you guys are too, I think that would be amplified. Because I, you know, the well, maybe it's similar in a way, I guess, because we do a radio show and podcasting and everything, so more people are listening. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to use a Christian term, the mantle, mm. like you feel it. I remember whenever I felt like I got a call because everyone has was saying that growing up. I'm like, get the call, get the call. So I always got this telephone in my mind. And then whenever it was radio time, I was, oh, that's what that feels like. Mm. It will not stop in your head. And you just can't stop thinking yeah. about just. Right. Where you lock into purpose in yeah. an interesting way. Like, yeah. Where you figure, oh, this is how you design me, what you design me to do kind and of thing. My prayer time is super personal. And I'm, I get very visual when I pray. 
and uh, kind of, and it was like seeing and a feeling all at the same time. And it felt like the perfect leather jacket where it's got a weight to it mm-hmm. and it's sort of, it just fit perfectly, but it was weighty at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I wanted to wear it. And that's kind of what I felt like he was showing me about the mantle. Um, but then also the f- absolute fear of, I better say, I better be c- careful yeah. what I say, how I say, and be willing to apologize. And that's, I think, the important part, no matter what, is just to be willing to kind of go, you know, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's the humility thing know. that's important. Yeah. Yeah. I have some pretty cool ideas about God and this and that, but I'm a human and I don't know. So I'm just trying to do my best. I think it's mm-hmm. important to extend, you can tell me what you guys think about this, but I think it's important even to extend that beyond fellow believers, like to extend that to my atheist friends or my agnostic friends and say, look, I'm just a human. I could be wrong about the whole thing. That's, you know... I don't believe I am, and that's yeah. where faith comes in. But you know, to approach it with enough humility yeah. that that they don't feel like, or that nobody feels like they've got the answer, because yeah. we are all in the same boat. We're yeah. trying to figure it out, and that goes for our perceptions of God. It goes for all those kind of things. So, yeah, it's the humanity in it. I think that sometimes we forget about. And the funny thing is, so this new single that we just released kind of came out of a lot of that. Um, having conversations with family members that aren't walking with the Lord in very like what we would say visual ways where it's like very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, their sin is more apparent, know, apparent mm-hmm. right. or whatever. Yeah. They wear their sin on the outside, not yeah. the inside. It's right. <laughs> right. And so like before you have to deal with it, you immediately are like, well, I need to like make sure they know that they're wrong. Like I need to make sure that right. they know yeah, that yeah. I'm a Christian and that, there's there's a better life for them, but somehow the way I'm communicating it is not really communicating that because it's coming out of this like right just not humble place right. of hey we're people like we're both people right. we can have a conversation about what brokenness looks like and then just realizing that I just have to rely on the Holy Spirit because He's going to guide my conversation with whether it's my family member or a friend or a stranger like because sometimes. God calls for us to just sit with people and to acknowledge like, Mm -hmm. hey, we're all trying to figure this out. Like, I don't know everything. Yeah. Like, I do think I've found hope Mm -hmm. um, and that hope has changed my life. But by no means have I arrived. And now I'm like, come on, you need to arrive too. like, you know, in the same way that I did and see it the exact same way I do and do the same things I do. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes a really interesting thing. So, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's almost like I, I just realized I need to leave all of that up to the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And to Jesus. Like, I want Jesus to transform them. I don't want my, like, really great argument. Well, my great argument can't transform them. It maybe could convince them for a time in their minds, but when it comes to being transformed and truly changed, God has to do that. Like, I can't. And so it's like, I can feel the freedom to just love someone and tell them what I believe is true and walk with them and then trust that God's the one that's going to change their heart. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it's about. It's like when you realize that our great mandate is just to be the show father's mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Because, you know, he's invisible. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if he ever chose to appear, we would all probably just vanish instantly. <laughs> uh, evaporate. We'd evaporate because, you know, we can't actually exist in the same space, which is part of the cool thing to think about, too. But, like, we're supposed to show the father's love. And sometimes that means going okay, you don't see it yet, but I love you where you're at. And I love and thank you for loving me where I'm at. Because anytime we tell someone that they're broken, it's offensive in a way, you know, so it's like find the thing that that 
that you love about them and show them that you love them. And I think like as Christian people, we think that pointing out sin or pointing out stuff is loving them and it doesn't come across that way. So it's just creating a new language. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the cool parts about this, like where we're at right now as a church across yeah. the U.S. is we're finding a new language to communicate w- within each other mm-hmm. and with other people because vulnerability vulnerability to share those depths of humanity is not something I think we're called to do like on a huge platform. It's yeah. impossible. You can try to be transparent, but when you can find it in the intimate small groups with people who really truly care about you and then it just ripples out, you know, so like in those conversations when you're talking to people, that's just that intimate moment when you can love them and they know. Yeah. One of my dearest friends, I would have never thought would have ever been a Christian. I never once preached to her. I was just myself. She had a revelation that she believed in God because she was reflecting back on everyone in her life that was ever truly mm. caring to her and loving to her. And she realized that they were all Christians yeah. and they weren't like the showboat Christians that she was frustrated with. They were the ones who just lived humbly and loved fully. Mm-hmm. And she had a moment and it was like this cool thing. And she calls me up and she's like, you're never going to believe this. And I was like, whoa, ha, 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 that's so exciting, you yeah. know, so, Seriously. <laughs> you know, really kind of a cool thing. And then I have an atheist friend that we're like really good friends. We have great deep conversations. I don't feel like I'm supposed to have that uh, aggressive approach with her because she would stop talking to me. And uh, I want to go into her life and love her. Yeah. And to date, I think. And I'm not talking about the person you think I'm talking about podcast listeners who think, you know, because we, <laughs> we did a podcast with oh, my okay. atheist friend. Um, I think I may maybe the only person that kind of goes and spends time with her from time to time, mm. you know? So when she's reflecting, what yeah. will she be thinking about? And that's that revelation that you're trusting that God yeah. is going to show in their lives. And it, it happens. It's really incredible. I, I love talking about all this Jesus stuff, but I really feel like we short sold the shark conversation. Oh Can we... <laughs> Like, can we get back to talking about sharks? I was so sharks? hoping that I had, like, subverted that. Like, it came in and rescued because we didn't have to talk about the shark. No, I, it's one of my favorite things about podcasts, the podcast mm, that we do, yes. is you can just weave, like, right totally. in and out of that kind of fun stuff. So, but yeah, let's actually, let's move into some, uh, we call it questions from a pirate hat. Oh. But, uh, but we don't have them in a pirate hat right now. They're just That's here okay. in this, uh, this thing right here. So, these are random questions. Here's how this works. Uh, you will pick a question out. You will answer it. Each of you will will do that. Uh, I should warn you that one of the questions is uh, to what question are you afraid that we're going to ask you? Or you don't want to answer or, or, or something. that you don't want to answer something like that. Okay. If you pick that one out, whatever question you come up with will go into the hat for oh, possibly other okay. people as well. And okay. I need to warn you, some of those <clears throat> questions that we didn't write. Super. They're really awkward. So, you know, just be aware. I think we may have taken one of them out. Did we take that one out? <laughs> because, Lord, did that cause problems. <laughs> uh, we'll tell you about it afterwards. Okay, perfect. Because yeah. I really want to. No, no, no. You, you each pick get your, your own. You can, I mean, you All can go right. around. Like, if you have a good answer for somebody else's question, just, you know. This is genuinely attempt to break the, what people think we have to talk about in interviews. Like, yeah, because, so, you know, in, you know. We, cover, you know, we covered the band stuff and I'm the Jesus stuff, right? So. Because, legitimately, if you want to know. You can YouTube them. There's all kinds of interviews and stuff. You can find all kinds of stuff. So, but this is different. Okay, Put here we that go. pirate hat right here. <laughs> I'm nervous. Hey, right. Can you read my handwriting? This is also a problem. What is have. your area of expertise? Okay. Expertise. Man, there's so many. Um, just narrow it down. You know, just just pick one. <laughs> so, outside of music or within music? Wherever Either you way. Want. Uh, People come to you. They think, oh, I know. I'll okay. call. 
So obviously, we're a band and I play music, mm-hmm. I play drums. I feel like I'm decently good at that. Outside of music, I'm going to go with graphic design. Okay. And maybe some video work, but more graphic design. Are you a macker? Uh, is that kissing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what she was talking right. about. Yes, <laughs> yep. that is the kind of yep. answer I wanted. <laughs> uh, yes, I use a Mac. Photoshop, CC, that's Creative Cloud. Mm-hmm. This is Adobe Audition. It yep. is. Yeah, I use the Adobe products as well. They're great. I use Premiere for my video stuff. And yeah, do I was you do using that in the your card graphic today. design work for I do a lot of site? stuff for us. Um, with, the, with the leaf? I like the leaf a lot. The leaf was done by someone uh, like five, six years ago. I got into graphic design because I didn't want to pay anyone to do anything. <laughs> right? Isn't right. that how it works? <laughs> yes. That's I got the only so reason I can edit video. <laughs> and then when I learned how to do what I wanted to do, I just kept growing. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is... And people were into it. And then so then I started getting hired. And Whoa. There's two visuals. aspects to graphic design, I think, to graphic design. Yeah. One is the technical, like using the software to create something and know your way around it. The other is the eye, you know, the artistic eye of knowing what looks good, yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Which would you say you're more of an expert in? Like uh, the, what looks good. What looks good. So you've got like that graphic eye. I mean, I would think so because then I just go on YouTube and figure out how, I, how to do what I want to do. Right. So if mm-hmm. I don't know how to do something, I just type it into YouTube and it's So that's how, how anyone it. can become an expert is Yeah. YouTube? Literally, I've learned everything. Right? I've learned everything about design and video editing through youtube it's amazing yeah my wife has literally changed out parts of our car engine by going to youtube yeah. and figuring it out like it's it's incredible yeah she's what brave. you can do that's when people ask about like how to learn the guitar or taking lessons and stuff that's what i usually refer them to is youtube because when we, we were learning that. we didn't have youtube but now there's so many free resources online. It's insane. Yeah, and that'll absolutely. be a segue to your question. Well, I, I do want to ask this since I, you do the the drumming. I just a quick question: like, who's the sure. best drummer of all time? <gasps> all oh, time? Man. Yeah, um, you can give me a top five if you want. <coughs> top five? So I'll just give you my favorite drummer. <laughs> okay, yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Travis Barker, joking. Uh, <laughs> so I love this guy named Steve Jordan. Okay. Uh, he plays. He's uh, probably most famous. Famously known for playing with uh, John Mayer. Okay. Yeah, he's part of the trio. What do you love about him? Uh, I love the groove. So um, something that just feels good. Pretty, like, it's most of the time pretty simple beat or, like, it seems simple. But there's a lot of feeling in pocket is what we call it in yeah, the yeah. industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, have you seen Whiplash? I have. The dude sucks. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking. Uh, but he... Uh, Steve Jordan, he just is such a groovy drummer, and he he looks like I love watching guys that just look disgusting when they play. It's like a, nice, like nasty, like bass face, yeah, like drum face, yeah, just stank in there. Yeah, upper put some lip. stank on it. Just yeah, like, mm. if you could see me, you'd know exactly what I'm looking like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> all right, Jeff. <laughs> if answer you your could question. see me, oh. you would know what I was looking right. like. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate that. We were just talking today. We played uh, Mute Math's <laughs> new single on yeah. our podcast today, and uh, he's one of the. Darren King is my favorite drummer. Dude, Darren King is nuts. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. So. I I am more of a simple drummer. I try to be, and so I tend to listen to and gravitate to those guys and sure. want to replicate what they're doing. Very cool. So that's 
The only That's thing I can me. do that Darren King, for example, does is duct tape the headphones to my yeah, face. Yeah, I could do that. I could, I could do, do that. that. Totally. Yeah, I could yeah, totally yeah. rock like that. Halloween costume. You, yeah. could, you, could, you could push over drum sets after a show, too. <laughs> yeah. He does that. He destroys I don't know, man. all his kids. I have to work out a little bit, probably. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> Aaron. All right, here we go. All right, Jeff. Jeff, what do you what's got? What's the question? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Don't screw this up, Jeff. My question is, if you had an application for friendship, what would one of your questions be yeah so you have an application to you know for new oh, friends to, like become my yeah friend. to become yeah. jeff's friend what oh, would one of the man. questions be yeah this is important because we all mm-hmm. want to be your friend yeah <laughs> yeah we need to know this is just the first thing that popped into my head that's that's important <laughs> that's great um i would ask them if they would consider themselves humble and just kind of gauge the response. That is a difficult question to answer. Because why used to be like, oh, I am so humble. Yeah. <laughs> I am the best you at humble. I'm not sure exactly what I'm looking for. No but idea I would... how humble I am. <laughs> you <laughs> feel like it would tell you a lot about the person. Yeah, I think just watching the way they handle that question. Or like, it, it more I like think... what's not said. Right. Yeah. Well, if it was, no, if it was left blank, then you'd be like, yeah, this person really gets it. <laughs> Good choice. Or if they said no, I'd know what I'm getting in, like what I'm into. And you could reject. There them are those instantly. people. In four, in there four. are those people that would say, "No, I'm I'm not humble. I'm you know, Aaron, like, wow, you, I'm honest. the best. I like this person. Right. What's up? <laughs> well, how would you answer that? How would I answer that question? Yeah. Oh, Aaron, you're not just friend yet, so let's do. That's this. true. That's true. <laughs> For me, like I like that it's written like a written application because I could take my time with it and craft He's stalling. It. His answer is it's, no. mo- it's a <laughs> it's a mobile <laughs> <No>. application. <laughs> My answer would be that uh, I have a high view of my gifts and my talents uh, in that when I learned that humility wasn't just about saying you're bad at everything, that it was actually about understanding where your gifts and talents come from. That's where I really started to understand what humility is. It's not that I'm bad at stuff. It's just that it's not about me, Uh, that, that what I can do well, which I believe there are several things I can do well has nothing to do with anything I did. It has to do with something I've been given and a gift that I've been given to use. So that's... That- <laughs> <laughs> He's an essay answerer. Yeah, yeah. You had me at a gift. All right. <laughs> I like that. Jeff likes gifts. Okay, Randy, I want to know what you thought Jeff's question was going to be. Yeah, yeah, tell us, Randy. Uh, I thought you were going to say, can you be loyal? Because okay. oh, all Jeff's friends are pretty loyal. That's all Unless they're not. Yeah, that's a, that's you, you can He's more s- of like a works righteousness type of guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Please be about cats. Okay, here we go. Oh, we need to put something there about cats now. For real. <laughs> what color would you paint the space shuttle if they re oh introduced reinstated reinstated oh rein- oh it's an S I see it's a cursive S it's- if they reinstate the space program reinstate this combination is an S right and sometimes there. I'll do like two letters at one I'll make a T that's and an interesting. I the same we've thing. never gotten this question pulled before I no. don't think because I like isn't we- the space program still going aren't we going to Mars say- <laughs> <laughs> this. So this was when we were doing the podcast at the very beginning. Okay. And I think they had just stopped it and they were going, yeah. So okay. you want to pick another question? Pick another question. Cause or I you think, can tell us what color you would paint the space shuttle. Pick another shuttle. question and answer that one at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. I would paint it. No, I was just going to say white. <laughs> space is black and the contrast is nice. <laughs> it's a graphics design oh, answer. no. This yeah. is the worst question. Oh no! It's well, it's the worst to me. Who do you hate to let down? Oh, everyone. Literally everyone. So I'm the ultimate people pleaser. Oh, that's the worst. Jeff's wife always laughs that whenever we go somewhere and somebody says, you know, 
Or like we say, hey, we need to go somewhere. We're like mm-hmm. asking someone for something. I'm the first person to say like, but if we can, it's okay. Like, don't really worry about it. It's like always my response. And mm-hmm. I became more aware of it recently. Um, that's a hard one. That's hard. I mean, the list goes on and on. My I'm dad a is a big pleaser. one. Yeah. I mean, I've learned, I'm more aware of it now. So I if you catch ever myself. need to just talk to a random person and you need an accountability person on the other side, you just text me. Perfect. And I'll be like, you know what? You don't feel bad about having your own opinion. Oh yeah. You don't worry about it. I um I took this I took this six week long class. You want me to say you? <laughs> I took this six week long class that's called Women Aware and Choosing. Mm. We called it Whack for short. Mm-hmm. They talked about how every relationship is like two players on a tennis court and that you're only responsible for what's on your side of the net. And so it's not about you're only responsible for what you say or do, but how they receive it is not on your end. And so that has been so eye opening to me mm. because. So they receive it wrong. They need to communicate that. Exactly. So like it's up to them. early on, like my parents who are incredible would be like you, Johnny and I um, were living with them for a little bit. And now we are again because we're on the road so much. They'd say, like, are you going to be home for dinner on Saturday? And I would say, no, we're busy. And they more specifically, mom, I love you. But mostly <laughs> my mom, maybe my dad, too. But. They would just be really bummed, like, oh, you're never around, like, on and on. And so I'd feel like I'd really let them down. Mm. But they wouldn't be vocal about, you know, because you're living here, like, we'd really love to see you more. But we understand, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And so I'd feel really guilty and I'd stress myself out and move my plans around and try to fit it all in because I didn't want to let them down. Mm -hmm. And then I started realizing, like, I can let them know, hey, I love you guys. I'm just busy. And it's up to you how you want to take it. I'm not being mean about it. Like, ew, I don't want to spend time with you. Yeah. That's not it. Like, we don't appreciate your house. Right. Totally. <laughs> but it's just like, actually, no, I've got a lot of stuff to do and I can't make it. And I can only be as clear as possible. And then if they don't take it the right way, it's that's not huge. really on me. Because yeah, it's a big deal. What that does, learning this now mm-hmm. means that you're not going to chase down everything else yes. later. And that is so exhausting. And it's a distraction from you just being you because yeah. you're put on this planet to be you. Yeah, I would so. even say at the same time, we now because we've had those conversations, we also know that we need to set aside time to see both of our parents who, who live ten minutes from each other um, when we're home because they deserve it. Essentially, I like, heard an, uh, someone who was an author once say, "Carve out time," because it is difficult yeah. sometimes. It's not like you just make time; you actually have to right. carve it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we just we're still learning how to be people. Mm-hmm. What I know, it's crazy. How to be responsible adults. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. But yeah, that you, was good. Do you feel like you have the same thing even with strangers? Because that would be rough in your position. Oh, for sure. You know, you know what I mean? Because you meet so many mm-hmm. people who want so many things from you. You go in for a gig and you're just meeting these people yeah. and they have expectations and they think they know what's going to. And yeah. so I wonder if you still deal with that even with that. It, it honestly, I've realized it comes down to me wanting to control the perception that people have of me. Yeah. So like even this morning we stopped Wait, at a yeah. yes, we stopped at a station and we could only be there really briefly and they actually weren't even expecting us. It was kind of just a surprise like hey, we're yeah. here, we're dropping off some donuts and then we have to keep going. And as soon as we left, I started to like beat myself up because I was like we weren't there very long cuz in my mind I'm creating this idea of how they see us now that right. we're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. come in and then leave. But the reality is is 
That's normal. Right. It's totally normal. But I wanted to be able to control the way that they see me. Yeah. And then There's... I feel like I'm letting them down. But I'd never met these people before. <laughs> and so I have no basis for thinking that we let them down. Yeah. But I feel like we did. So I've had to learn to give myself some grace. Because even at a young age, when I would watch artists in on and off stage, I would put expectations on them. And we've even talked about this as a band, you know, like, why didn't that person like come out afterwards to meet people? Like, mm-hmm. why would they do like, aren't the only reason that they can do this is because of the fans. Like, I can't believe it. And now right, it's because of me, <laughs> but now being on this side of it being like, wow, I'm really exhausted or I'm yeah. actually sick or I just had a really hard day right. and I need some space. And so now being on the other side of it realizing I just have to give myself some grace sometimes. And if people want to see it the wrong way, there's nothing I can do about it. That is the reason I tell people, anytime somebody comes to me with like a horror story about mm-hmm. an artist or something, and my first thing is you don't know where they were that day. Yeah. Like you don't know what's going. In fact, you may be interpreting something completely yes. wrong. They may just be tired and look angry. They may not yeah. be angry even, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. like our, our culture conditions us like with television to do that normally i mean how many shows are about what a celebrity did or with their own personal right. life or what they said or what they did on stage you yeah know, it's everyone's interpreting someone else's actions and then making it's like everyone's put in a position to judge whether they like this celebrity or not yeah you can't have it both ways either right like you can't want transparency mm-hmm. uh from you know the people that you look up to and then at the same time be upset when they're not always on all the time you know what i mean if you want transparency and you want to see the real them let them have a down day let them have an off day it truly goes back to having a core that you know gets you and when you have that when you can turn to your people and say you know my heart you know what it's about right and you can feel that refreshment you family they really know and that's what matters the rest of it i mean even though because do you hear similarities in oh yeah absolutely yeah it's it's been a journey. I've learned a lot listening to this guy because he doesn't care about people's opinions at all. <laughs> That's like Johnny. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't care. He's like... It's like it literally water off a duck back. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it before. He's on YouTube. People are like, rude, 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 troll, troll, troll. He's like, oh, this doesn't... Whatever. It doesn't bother me at all. I can't. I, I can't even imagine. I'm too sensitive, but at the same time, I've got to kind of learn. Yeah. So anyway, I looked at my core and I'm like, they get me. They know. The rest of it can... Yeah, that's so important. It's... I just got to turn it off. My instinct is to just shut the internet off and never like ever look at anything ever again to protect myself. But that's stupid. Yeah. So I've had to learn to not look at things as we're getting on like more of a national platform. Like just. Will you be part of my whack accountability group? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Please. All right. Nice. Randy, I think it's your turn, man. All right, Randy, what do you got? A piece of paper. Do Good. you have any phobias we already did we that. covered this I'm gonna wow. do that question. it's like i have a fear you of knew. like predicting the future so now i'm really scared <laughs> next question what is the one question you are hoping we won't oh, ask? Yeah, you got it. oh you got the what? question <laughs> what's the one question randy that you were hoping we were not going to ask you so am i supposed to answer with a question yeah that doesn't make sense and then you have to answer it and then you have then we add it to the the pile of questions i don't care you can ask me whatever you want so you guys could ask me that question there's there's (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we just we just went into some christopher nolan movie or something that was like inception happening over here or something it's like being john malkovich or something yeah 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 um yeah there's gotta be something right like that you hope you don't get asked uh don't ask me how much I weigh, because it's impressive. And I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to bum out the listeners. Um, that's a good one. That's, a good one. that's going that in the pile. 
How much do you weigh? Is going in the pile now. No. <laughs> Should I, I'm going to start ripping through these. <laughs> Wait, you have to answer the question. No, you though. Answer I just the question. How oh. much do you weigh? I don't know. Do you have a scale? <laughs> no. I couldn't be. I couldn't be any more than like a buck twenty-five. One hundred twenty-five pounds. <laughs> Kilos. <laughs> would you ever you eat a bug? No. Why, <laughs> why would I ever have to eat a bug? Do I just keep going? Or? No, you're good. No, 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 you're good. You're good, Randy. You're good. One more. Let's hey. do one more. Has God ever answered a prayer in a wild and incredible way? That's a good band question. Yeah, I feel like we've definitely experienced that multiple times. I could think of the Kickstarter off the top of my head. We did a Kickstarter. Uh, we had to raise a lot of money, basically like hours before. We still needed like six grand. Long story short, it came in and we were losing it. And we Whoa. went four grand over and then... We ran over to Jeff's room and we we're all bawling. And Jeff and his wife had just got done praying. It was kind of one of those prayers like, God, even if you don't, cue mercy me. <laughs> even if you don't, even if you don't meet this goal, like you're still worthy of our praise. And then we knocked on his door and told him that we did it. And then he was crying. And then, yeah. Oh, then crying. We were, you said crying. bawling. I thought you meant like ballers. Bawling. Like we're all, we're bawling. No, we did that to celebrate. Okay, Make it right. rain. Oh, let's go play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Crying. No, that's great, man. And then we're just crying on the basketball court. Well, great, guys. Thanks for answering the questions, hanging out with us. Uh, yeah. Give us the rundown once again like on where people can find you, hang out with you, chat with you, hear your music, all that kind of fun stuff. So we're on all the socials, not Tinder. <laughs> well, uh, then you're not on all the socials. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're on Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is all FA Seasons. Mm-hmm. Is our handle for all FA mm-hmm. seasons and YouTube as well? I think it's for all seasons TV and uh, email personal emails. You want those? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, cell numbers. Tell everyone social security numbers 828 While we're going at it, you know, bank account numbers, routing numbers. <laughs> I need to look those up no. <laughs> in the new, uh, the new project. Yes, Clarity is its name. Sometime in January is what we're told. Okay, and cool. That's always one of my favorite things. Artists are like, we're told January. Yes, <laughs> like now, nobody not knows to, to any dates. But our single is out right now, and it's called Higher. Yeah, and hit it. <laughs> and there will be uh, two more. One coming in August and one coming in September. Very cool. New songs. And you guys said you were going to play something for us. Yes. Which one are you going to play? Higher. <laughs> I'm gonna count us in one, two, three. Now we're gonna no, we'll bing, cut, bing, we'll bing, cut bing, there. Bing, bing. Then we'll, we'll go to the song. <laughs> so that was fun. There you go. But don't go anywhere. We're gonna play a song for you first. Yeah, they stuck around and loaded up the instruments and sang their latest song right here in Studio DNA. So we wanted to play that for you. We may actually also put the video up on YouTube, so you can kind of keep your eyes peeled for that too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shoe the Dough and enjoy for all seasons. And don't forget, you can listen to the podcast live at Mixler. It's Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Also, huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at $3 a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. Also, every dollar that comes in in the month of August is going to fight human trafficking right in Phnom Penh through a friend of the podcast, hoping to raise $3,000 to help him do what he does. You can give now at patreon.com slash studio DNA. 
Also, subscribe, rate, comment, uh, wherever you do your podcast thing. That helps the show out, too. And if you have anything you want to say through email, feel free to email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.